The following is a special presentation of Alpha Media. Welcome to Beyond the Headlines, in-depth interviews on topics of concern here in Portland and the Northwest. Now, here's your host, Brett Recamp. All right, thank you so much, and welcome in, everyone. You have the 289th edition of Beyond the Headlines, a behind-the-scenes look at some of the stories making news here in the Pacific Northwest as we roll through this month of September 2019 on FM News 101. I have a couple of exclusive interviews to bring you about local business here in Portland this week. First up, you know, the video game industry is booming. Over 164 million adults in the U.S. play video games, and three-quarters of all Americans have at least one gamer in their household. And according to the Entertainment Software Association, 2018 was a record-breaking year with total video game sales exceeding $43.5 billion. That's just the beginning. Esports now is a very real thing. Video gamers competing against each other for cash and prizes. These days, they're hosting tournaments and championships online and in person all over the world, and they're filling arenas, attracting major sponsors, and the eSport athletes are earning serious money as professional video gamers. With some of that in mind, sit back and enjoy my conversation with Donnie Harrison Davis of Prolific Gaming and ProlificEsports.com. Now, I've known Donnie for quite a few years through the AAU basketball community and the Beaverton Hoop. He's a great coach and a player who has spent a lot of time helping my 12-year-old son, Keenan take his basketball game to the next level. One thing I did not know about Donnie until recently was that he's not only a hooper, he's a gamer. And now he's taking all of his passions and pouring them into a startup business. I do like highlighting local Portland businesses on this show, so this worked out perfectly. If you like video games and are interested in taking your video gaming experience to the next level, go to prolificesports.com and check out this conversation with Donnie Harrison Davis of Prolific Gaming. I guess where it started, I mean, for me, always growing up as a basketball player, when I would get home at night, uh, you know, me and my friends were pretty competitive. And as a lot of young athletes, you would stay the night at, you know, this friend's house or that friend's house. So uh, at home, when we would be home from playing, we would play video games. So, you know, you watch your highlight videos and stuff like that. And eventually, back then, you would play your Super Nintendo Nintendo 64, the first PlayStation, you know, things like that. (laughs) Right. So um, it was just really kind of the culmination of my experience as an athlete and then also the experience as a gamer. And then by the time I got into college, there was a game I was playing that I actually was playing at a really high level. I didn't realize it, but I was basically professional at that level. I had some professional friends and they were telling me, like, basically, like, if you really were serious about this, you could you could earn money. And, you know, back then, this is over 10 years ago, that's way more unheard of. You get what I'm saying back then than it is now. You're talking about making a career out of being a gamer. Out of being a gamer. Yeah. Nobody knew that. Yeah, nobody. And so, you know, I was interested in the concept. And so I kind of started playing around with it when I was in college. And, uh, you know, I went for business. So I got a business degree. And I was thinking, like, man, if I wanted to start a business, like, I would like to try to do something with gaming. Because I I felt like back then um, that the emergence of what is now esports and what is now the cyber athlete was imminent. I, I was seeing the trend of gaming become more competitive, especially with what was happening with the online platforms. Hmm. And it was just a matter of time. And so that was kind of just the brainchild of it. And this is literally back in like 2009, 2010. Um, I ended up writing a, a business plan or my variation of a business plan back then for the foundation of what actually became Prolific Gaming. Huh. But yeah, I kind of saw how it has evolved over time. And I've kind of evolved my business model and my financial model along with what the industry changes have been. 
And uh, now I feel confident that I have a service that is going to be phenomenal. I actually have innovated a brand new service that will be new to the industry. It doesn't exist yet. And so right now I'm kind of learning a little bit about patents and what I can do to protect it. But outside of that particular service, I still have a number of unique services that uh, I believe are going to do very well in the market. I've, I've hosted a number of online events for free now. I've hosted a number of in-person events like at the hoop and stuff over the years. And so I've kind of like from that been able to kind of hone what it is that I'm going to do. And initially, uh, I would say my approach to it wasn't wasn't as efficient as it is now. Uh, recently, over the last you know six months, um, there's been certain changes I've I've innovated to the model that actually make it so that when I go do my financial campaign here in the next couple of weeks, I I imagine I'm actually going to be able to raise the money that I'm looking to raise. Where before I was a little apprehensive, like. You know, the model doesn't generate X amount of revenue until, you know, a year or so down the line. But now it's going to actually produce revenue pretty quickly because uh, basically the service that I got to kind of talk around it because it's 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 kind of like, you know, a patentable service. And I, I usually use a non-disclosure when I actually do speak about it. Oh, OK. We're on the radio. Yeah. So that when I go into detail about it, to talk around it a little bit, I've kind of taken like a, a dumbed down version of my the service that I have created and basically... If you think about how uh, Netflix, for example, when Netflix first came out, it, it had a very small online catalog. Most of it was you would go on, choose what you wanted, and it would get sent to you in the mail. That's right. And so they captured market by that because that was new and that was, you know, that was cool. And also it had a good value, a good price. Slowly but surely, they started tweaking it to the point where now you go to Netflix and I don't even get stuff through the mail from Netflix anymore at all. I no. look at everything on Netflix online. Mm -hmm. And uh, I did a case study on them when I was in college. And I don't know if it was Where'd the you CMO, go to college? Uh, Pacific University. Okay. Out in Forest Grove. My first two years, I went to Yakima Valley Juco. Yeah. Second, uh, second two and a half years, <laughs> I went to Pacific University. When you when you transfer from a junior college to a university, sometimes your your credits don't transfer one hundred percent over. So okay, it created a little extra time for me, but it was time well spent. So yeah. So is it a league? For these gamers? Um, what I will be running will be a multitude of different services. I will get to the point where I will be running a league um, similar to how you know a basketball league might be ran. It's going to have its own nuances because it's not an actual sport. Uh, so it allows the way that you can compete. to. There's a myriad of different ways versus the straightforward head-to-head -head competition. It can be point-based, goal-based, time-based. There's a number of different challenges now that people can compete across. Um, so I will run leagues. I will have, you know, straightforward standalone tournaments uh, around the town here. I'm going to have a couple of local events that I'm going to kind of grow. Uh, and a large part of the model, uh, especially during what I call the beta phase, is we'll be offering weekly free events. And the events will all have uh, prize giveaways, cash giveaways. Uh, we're going to stream our events in the stream. If you're a viewer in the audience watching the stream, you'll also have the opportunity to win things. And so as we go down the line and start working with more and more sponsors, we're going to bring in a lot of items that will be like sponsor items, and these will act as different giveaways and things that we'll do. Mm -hmm. um, but ultimately, there's going to be a lot of free value, and that's going to be kind of the hook of what we do too. But there's going to be weekly free events uh, that people can participate in at, you know, at their whim and win money. This is going to be across uh, the prominent games, and as our audience grows, we're going to kind of cater it to what our audience is saying that they want to do. Uh, what are some of the big games right now? Uh, you have your Fortnite. It just depends on the genre, actually. If you're talking about a shooter, you have your Fortnite, you have your Apex, you have your Gears of War, Call of Duty, Halo. Those are still kind of like the pinnacles, uh, especially with the new Modern Warfare coming out. Um, there still are other shooters as well that are kind of different but are still prominent, like Borderlands. Are some of these team games, that's what I've seen like on yes. ESPN or whatever. Yes. We're talking about stadiums are getting yeah. pretty downright filled yeah. with people, and you have... 
an audience, and then you have teams. And some of these teams are getting pretty big, aren't yeah. they? I mean, we're talking about professionals. Nah, real professionals. Who are starting to make $150,000 in a contract yeah. or something like that. Like Rick Fox, I know, is the former NBA player who's involved in this. Does prolific esports or prolific games, are you competing with these things or are you trying to add depth to this industry? More so add depth. I mean, we will be uh, directly competing in some facets uh, in terms of the multitude of services that we'll offer. Uh, there will be some overlap, but there's also going to be a number of unique things that right now only my company, based off of what I'm seeing in the industry, only my company will be doing it. I imagine that uh, the things that we can't protect, obviously, in a certain period of time, other other companies might replicate it or emulate it. Um, but like I mentioned, there's there's ultimately I'm I'm kind of like how Netflix is, where they started off one way and they were the whole time trying to position what the real Netflix is, what it is today. Mm -hmm. So I have a kind of an entry strategy and what I'm going to do to start to capture market and position the service that I am going to bring. Uh, but ultimately, while I'm doing that, all the ancillary services that I'll be doing to the side of that, I'm just going to hone and perfect. Um, and really, um, you know, not to you know knock another. Uh, you know, a gaming company or anything like that, but I feel like my experience with gaming, I just have a very unique experience with my tacit knowledge and experience with the uh, game of basketball and then also with gaming in terms of like knowing how real things are structured and, and you know, real sports and things and how they're organized and structured from the low level all the way to the top. And then being a high level gamer, I know the the habits, the trends, I rub shoulders, I communicate and I'm networked with a number of high level gamers that are, you know, amateur, about to be pro and even a handful of pros. So I've seen what it takes to also do that. And so having these two experiences, you know, have been able for me, I think, to kind of give me a competitive advantage in terms of I feel like I can create, you know, all different types of services that can cater to any demographic of gamer. I feel like I could outcompete any of these organ organizations just in terms of like the creativity that our company is going to have and, and how we produce what we produce. Um, it's right. Like I said, I've, I've been a gamer all my life like a hooper. And from mm -hmm. what I'm seeing in the industry, and from the number of people I've spoken to about like what I'm planning on doing with this with this particular uh, company, like it gets people excited 100 percent of the time. I've never had a person literally tell me that it was a bad idea, not not being that we're all friendly. But I mean, I've had very serious business meetings where they might have poked holes in other areas of the model, which is why I refined it. But in terms of the actual idea and what we're, what my approach to it will be and how we'll operate like now, it's at a point where I feel like we can now compete whoever. All right. We're talking with Donnie Harrison Davis of Prolific Games, and you're online right now at prolificesports.com. I'm Brett Recamp. It's beyond the headlines, and people are listening to this, and they want to know a little bit more. You're looking for customers? Are you looking for gamers? Are you looking to take gamers and develop them and turn them into pros? You have a lot going on here. So we, in essence... Um will kind of run almost similar to a basketball program and how okay. it develops and filters up to a collegiate level. But in, an, in a different sense, will almost be more like a European club because a European club will have the grassroots program all the way through the actual pro program. So a young person who's an up-and-coming star is actually in a program where he's he's able to get viewed in you know actual uh, reputation amongst the program that can facilitate its way all the way so to the top. If he's a great gamer mm -hmm. <laughs> and a good student in it as well because mm -hmm. gaming is entertainment mostly you know for most kids or most people or whatever but people can view his skills mm -hmm. online and then he can grow yeah so 
basically for the average gamer right now that just games for fun, um, mm-hmm. we have something for you where it's like for if you spend X amount of time a week or a month gaming and you might as well come game with us because now for that time you'll get free value. You'll have the opportunity to win money. You'll have the opportunity to win a prize. Whereas if you're just doing it for the fun of the game, now granted it may be fun, but now you can just get more for the experience. So we enhance that experience. Uh, for competitive gamers, we will have you know the more competitive offerings. We'll have things that will be higher caliber, higher prize pool, uh, you know different different styles of competition that cater more towards the more com- competitive demographic. So it's actually separated so that you know the just for fun stuff has its own you know, arena, so to speak. And then the more competitive, I'm a cyber athlete trying to work my way to a pro cyber athlete. Yeah. There's a great term. If you're one of those individuals, we also cater to you in a different way. And so there are services that are geared towards both. I even have, you know, stuff written down for the future for when the emergence of the gamer family emerges, which is it's imminent as well as you, as you start to see just like with basketball or with traditional sports, how you have a parent that was in basketball or football and, you, you know, his, his kids grow up and they play basketball, they go to college, ball, and they all love that sport. You're going to start to see the emergence of the gaming families where the mom and dad play games and they start to play games with their kids. And there's actually something that you can do that can be fun with that. You get what I'm saying? Just like mm-hmm. how families will go with other families to a bowling alley or to an outing. You can now predict that something like this is going to happen with gaming. And so we have services in place for when that emergence is going to happen. That will be just like fun stuff. You get what I'm saying? So, hmm. Are you going to incorporate any sports games? Definitely. definitely. MLB the show. Uh, I'm, I'm going to incorporate pretty uh, much you know, uh, Madden. Those yes. are some things that come to mind. I mean, yes. Again, back to traditional television, cable TV with, with ESPN and so forth. I'm seeing Madden tournaments. Yeah. And you win, you win one of those things. I mean, I think one kid won a million bucks. Yeah, a million dollars. Uh, I mean, uh, Madden has, I want to say, the annual tournament that they were running since back when I was in high school, and that's grown to the point where uh-huh. it's a, you know, it's a million dollar prize pool. Uh, just what a month or two ago, the kid uh, won the three million dollars in Fortnite or two, two that's right. million. That's right. And that was his first place. The second place still won a million himself, and and so on and so forth. Those were large prize pools, and this is in the inception still you get what i'm saying so that's one game after it reached a certain popularity level and the appropriate operating model was able to have this type of event that's replicable you get what i'm saying i'm based off of how my business is operating not to say i can piggyback stuff like that but it's it's able to emulate different things like that and i'll be able to replicate that and sooner or later down the line i'll be able to also host a large event like that Hmm. so my thing is really going to be hosting the events if it gets to the point where we have enough gamers, because uh, I'm going to be running a newsletter and things like that, and part of the, the newsletter will be always talking about, like, how to up your game, how to level up your game, um, you know, whether you're this level of gamer or that level of gamer. So I, in essence, I guess, yes, we are trying to help, you know, gamers reach that next level. But if you're a gamer that's just like, I just game for fun, then we definitely still have stuff for you as well. So it's it's kind of both. It's like my <laughs> I, I have my uh my old mission statement in there on my on my website and that was really i mean that was really what i was going for when i was developing uh this business is to provide an unrivaled gaming experience tailored to meet the needs wants and desires of today's most enthusiastic gamers so that's from the little gamer all the way to the big gamer you're not necessarily live with prolific esports yet. No, I've, I've ran a handful of events, but right now I would definitely consider it the beta phase. Like all every event, everything has kind of came out of my pocket. Everything that's been done so far has all came out of my pocket. I haven't operated. For what? Do you have to have a server? or? Uh, no. So like I'll run an event and the event will have a cash prize. So oh, you know, okay. if I run a, I ran a couple of Gears of War tournaments, uh, the prize was $50 for the winner. 
Um, yeah. If it's going to be a team event, and it's you know it will be you know the comparable. If it's five people, then two hundred fifty for the winning team, and so sure uh, things like that. But all that has been free, and it's kind of been just to develop a buzz. That's kind of how that part of the model is meant to work. Is like as we start to offer this free value and, and start to get people engaged, they kind of start getting excited, and then I have a number of uh, marketing tools or strategic tools that we'll do to kind of like generate more buzz. And I ultimately, I have a, a large network right now of gamers online that, based off of what they're telling me, like they're willing to help me in terms of marketing it and mm-hmm. trying to get referrals or bring other people in to compete in what we'll have going on. So These are just folks that, that you meet online? That basically? Yeah, basically. Just, they all have different handles? Uh, yeah. I've, uh, I mean, man, since the first Xbox, you know, with, uh-huh. uh, with Halo 2, I, I pretty much had a, a gamer tag since back then. So there's a number of people that I've gamed with over the years, and, like, we've just remained friends. I'm not... The angry gamer who gets upset and burns bridges, you know. So, yeah, uh, it's it's just a game. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, over the years I've actually met a lot of good quality online friends, and uh, I actually started a, a clan for Gears of War at one point in time. Um, so there's actually a, you know, twenty to thirty really close online friends that are very involved with this and would help me market things via social media or just be a resource. Um, and that's just there. I have a number of people around the town of Portland also that mm-hmm. I've spoken to about this that are, it's the same thing. They're willing to also be a resource for me. So How exciting because you're talking about an industry that is really in the infant stages. Yes. If you'd have told me that we'd be seeing stuff on television or they'd be filling you know, arenas or there were that many people who could actually make a living yeah. playing video games, I would have told you you're crazy. Yeah. So you got to be pretty excited about not only that you seem to have a good business background plus the gaming background and a feel for what people want so good luck to you man man thank you i appreciate it prolific esports.com the company is prolific gaming all right Thank you for coming in, Donnie. Thank you for having me. I'm rooting for Prolific Gaming and ProlificEsports.com and Donnie Harrison Davis. Big thanks to Donnie for coming in, talking about his budding new business. Again, for more info on getting in on Prolific Gaming, go to ProlificEsports.com. You're listening to the 289th edition of Beyond the Headlines. I'm your host, Brett Recamp. All right, speaking of highlighting local business, for a while now I've been working with Oregon ChemDry. They clean for your health like no one else with a 100% green carbonated certified solution that dries faster. And that kind of thing is important to Oregonians and people in and around Portland. I wanted to replay you an interview I did with the owners and operators of the Tualatin-based Oregon ChemDry, Mike and Tamara Tanavasa. Mike and Tamara are wonderful, hardworking people who are doing things the right way. They clean people's carpets in the safest and most efficient way possible. They're professional and they're good family people. And that leads to a great workplace, a good business, and happy customers who come back several times a year to the Oregon ChemDry family. How long have you guys been here as owners and operators here in Tualatin and and throughout Portland? So I started off uh, as a technician back in 90 and worked uh, with ChemDry of Oregon and eventually um, uh, moved into management as the business started to grow and offered uh, an opportunity to to buy into the partnership. And Mm -hmm. a few years ago, we bought it outright from the... uh, our, our partners. Wow. So you took a leap of faith. Yeah, it was, uh, it was just a natural progression. Um, and um, it's been challenging, but it's been a good uh, experience and good, great ride so far. I haven't always been in the day-to-day. I've only recently back into the workplace. And it's been neat because I have been at home with family and all the activities that are happening there. So to come back into work is 
interesting to say the least, mm-hmm. but at the same time, exciting. The technicians that work for us, I, I like them. They're hired because they're com- I'm comfortable with them coming into my house. Yeah. And that's really, we come into people's homes and that's their, that's their private sanctuary. It's their, you know, it's their Absolutely. biggest, safest place to be. And we want to, we've always strived to hire people who I would want to have in my home. Mm-hmm. And the family atmosphere that you have here at Oregon Chem Dry. I noticed we have a, how old is this guy out, out 11. Here? He's 11. I have a 12-year-old. We also have a 28-year-old. So we have, you know, two only children. But the family atmosphere with Renee and Tracy and Andrew and Tina, Jason, that work here, how important is that to create that kind of environment? And how does that carry out into the field when you go into people's homes? Well, I uh, we, we want to love where, what we, you know, where we work at. And... Um, I think, uh, for the most part, uh, that's just who we are. We love being around our family. We love the environment. We love the the freedom is great. You know, there's always oper- uh, things that happen, and so we want to make it uh, create an environment where people can just bring their kids if they need to, mm-hmm. you know, if, uh, for emergencies and other things. Uh, but for the most part, it's them feeling like they're at home and they're part of something that's just not just at home. Bring the feeling here at work, wherever you're at. We care about each other. Uh, we know each other's lives. We are interested in it and we just we just love it. Yeah, and then you get to a job site and that's what the customer sees and remembers, right? Yeah. Well, they leave the office happy in the morning, hopefully, <laughs> as they go off into the day, <laughs> Yeah, right? That they're set up with their jobs, all the information's there, all of that technical part or the logistics of the workday is in place, but you know, there are some little cubby holes of toys that you see as you yeah. walk in. And we have younger people that come in with some people who come in later in the day and throughout the day because they grew up in the business themselves. Yeah, awesome. They were here as little kids and now they're here as adults with their own little kids. And it's just perpetuates. Well, I'm here with Mike and Tamara with Oregon Chem Dry Nuts. You said technical there, Tamara. Cleaning for your health like no one else. This carbonated solution that uses less water. Explain that to me why that's important. Um, so um, we live in cold, wet Oregon, especially here in this uh, this time of the year. <laughs> cold compared to Hawaii. And just, you know, a lot of moisture in the carpets uh, not only is not good for your carpets, but uh, it's an unhealthy situation. And so... One of the things that I love about our process is not just the business, the product itself is something that's healthy. It's, uh, it does a great job. Uh, it prolongs your carpets. And at the same time, I can feel good that we're, we're given a service that uh, uh, is safe for your kids and your pets, yeah, you know, because it, it carries on our, our effort and our attitude that we care about people. Yeah, in, in the short term and then when I say short term, I mean like two, three hours after. It dries in hours, not days. Mm-hmm. So short term and then long term, what are the what are the benefits? Well, I think part of that has to do with the solutions, right? Yeah. You, mm-hmm. You've got, um, someone once asked if the solutions were safe and they were concerned with the, the name of it. It's chem dry. It sounds like a chemical. And, right. Well, it's the chemistry of the solutions that we use that are natural and carbonated that help the carpets work. And the other, I mean, the other advantage is there's no, there's no uh, surfactants in there. So there's no soapy residue. Your carpets actually stay cleaner longer as a result of that. 
to as well. So that's one of the main benefits of using the ChemDry system. When a job gets scheduled too, they get to talk with either Tina or Renee on the phones. But when their technicians come in, they actually do a, they walk through and measure out areas and, and write up an exact estimate. So the customer knows before we even get started how much a job will be. And they can assess whether they're, oh, I don't want to spend that much. I want to remove this service or remove this service. I want to add that because, oh, that's still within my budget and I want to add this in. And so before we even start, they know the price before we get going. And that's, uh-huh. I think, that, nice. Yeah, that's important. I don't want to mm-hmm. have some guy finish up a couple of okie dokie. That'll yeah, be right. $895. And you thought it was going to be yeah. 300 or something. Why would you go with a professional cleaning for a carpet like Oregon Cam Dry over Renta Machine or, or, or some other program? I laugh because yeah. I once You're laughing here. I once dropped a whole, <laughs> almost a whole can of paint, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna get this up before Mike gets home. He is gonna, <laughs> he's gonna lose it. And we tried to suck it up with a, a shop vac as much as we can, and then realized that paint was drying. And in the end, we ended up just calling, like, what do I do? And there just is, there's a technicality behind carpet cleaning, and you want to get the best job, then you call a professional in. You can do it but you will leave the solutions that are out there to you do on your own are not solutions that will leave your carpets the healthiest. Mm. That's just the bottom line. We're talking here at Oregon Chem Dry with Mike and Tamara. What other avenues, we talked about upholstery and you guys are continuing to evolve as a company to make sure you know, that you're staying busy <laughs> and, and providing more for each of your customers. What are you doing that's kind of new? And tell me how you get into the upholstery and, and why would someone want that? So we do do upholstery and why they would want that is once you clean your carpets and then you <laughs> sit down in that clean room and you realize, oh, this didn't get cleaned. I love this couch and maybe I'm going to go sit on the floor because the carpet may feel a little cleaner than the upholstery <laughs> That's does. a great point. You know, and it's just a natural, you have them come in at one time and we can do it all at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's other services. We do tile as well. We do um, granite as well. You know, we uh, there's hardwood floor cleaning that we're starting to get into. So there's other hard, a lot of hard surfaces that are that are uh, a big thing here. And okay, we're excited that we can provide a service that way. And do you still use the clean for your health? That is correct. mentality, regardless yep. of the surface. That is correct. That's awesome. What's the name? Is it Samuel or who's the Sam? Sam. Yeah. So. Sam's the one, by the way, that came out to my house, oh. mm-hmm. and I can just tell right away that he, A, knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and B, cares. He had another uh, young man here, I think he was from college, so it was last summer, so there was a young man who was there. Do you normally have a couple guys or a couple people that go out per job? Does it take a couple of... Uh... Depends on how large the route is, how large yeah. the job is. Yeah, we, uh, yeah we, we try and factor that in when we go ahead and uh, when set the routes up. So it's, uh, we do the best job possible, but we, had, we respect our customers. We love them. We respect their time. Time is money for them. And so if we see that it's something that's going to be, uh, that'll take a little bit more time, perhaps, we'll go ahead and and put uh, two guys on the truck or we'll reroute somebody there to come help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Recently, there was somebody, a customer two days ago, that called and said that they had to escalate their timeline and they really needed it a lot quickly. And so we had technicians that were finished and they came and converged. And there was more than a truck there and just helped get that oh. done, right? That's mm-hmm. not our goal to ever have two trucks there, but 
if that's what they need and we're able and capable, then we do it. Why would someone in this competitive environment want to go with Oregon Chem Drive? <clears throat> I think oh, we've lived in the community for over 25 years and we love being here. We're not going anywhere. We, you have ups and downs with business and you kind of weather them and you learn from them and you keep on going, but we're, we're not a flyby the seat of our pants organization and you're going to see us in the community. We love the community that we live in. We love where we're at. We've been here for a kind of a while. We uprooted ourselves from Hawaii and chose Oregon. We huh. love where we're at. Our yeah. kids have moved off into different parts of the country. Yeah. And, you know, they're always excited when they leave because that's kind of a natural progression. And then they come back and they go, oh, I love Oregon. I love Oregon. I'm always going to be here. But I think that is part of why you should use Oregon Chem Dry as well, because we're going to be here tomorrow, and you're going to see us, and we still get phone calls. Is this the Chem Dry where those Hawaiian brothers are at? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> we are still here, and Good. we will be here. There are Mike and Tamara Tanavasa with Oregon Chem Dry. They clean carpets for your health like no one else. I really do love the whole staff there at Oregon Chem Dry, and they are the only ones I trust to come into my home with my wife and our doggy and our son. So if you're ready for a fall cleaning of your carpets, floor, or upholstery, don't mess around. Go to OregonCD.com and try my friends at Oregon Chem Dry. Just a quality group of folks with over a quarter century of experience living and working right here in the Portland area. Thanks again to Mike and Tamara and everyone at Oregon Chem Drive and OregonCD.com. Yeah, I've been listening to Beyond the Headlines, a behind-the-scenes look at some of this week's stories. You can follow me on Twitter at Brett Recamp, and if you missed anything, the podcast is up at KXL.com. You can also download the show on iTunes or Google Play. Just look for Beyond the Headlines, KXL, now 289 shows to choose from. I'm Brett Recamp on FM News 101. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Headlines, in-depth interviews on topics of concern here in Portland and the Northwest. This has been a special presentation of Alpha Media.